listening to the Tulsa VIP Home Show on Success 105.7. I'm Heather Vest. So Albert Einstein once said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. Is, yes, isn't that the truth? So I think the biggest mystery today to people in general is this mystery of compound interest. And the reality is it's been around forever, right? Um, believe it or not, Benjamin Franklin was the first millionaire in our country because he knew how to earn or make his money grow on mm-hmm. the market, right? The fact that he earned a million dollars and was one of our founding fathers tells you that compound interest works. Right. We have Brenda Alfaro, who is a licensed financial representative here with me, talking about compound interest. And I've seen some actually wonders of the world. So tell me more about it, how um, we can make it work so I'm not the opposite where, you know, the one who's paying it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know what? It comes down to what we call the rule of 72. And I always find it amazing that our school system actually doesn't talk about the rule of 72. Mm. And even if they do, it's for like a millisecond and they don't spend repeated times on that topic. So it's an easy way to calculate just how long it will take your money to double. Right. So this is just a, a simple math equation, right? Um, basically, you take the number 72, divide mm-hmm. it by the interest rate that you hope to earn, and that number gives you the approximate number of years it will take for your investment to double. So for example, let's say... Um, you uh, go to the bank and you put your money in the savings account, which I hope you don't, but let's say you do. And Not today. The interest it, rates aren't so great. <laughs> and let's say just uh, for some reason you earn 1%, which probably isn't even the case, but let's just say you did. 72 divided by 1 right. is 72. Right. So it would take you 72 years to double your money. Yeah, Yikes. It's right? not that great. So you want to be able to get something and put it in, I guess, a, some kind of instrument that would grow a higher interest rate, which would be, for example, I would assume stocks, mutual funds, or? Yes, absolutely. So stocks are definitely in a way to go, but uh, when you're buying individual stocks, the concerns there are you really have to be a day trader. Mm. And when, if you're, you know, an average and ordinary American working a job, taking care of a family, you're probably not a day trader. Right. Um, You might do some things on the side. And so what you really want to be looking at are some opportunities. outside of the bank system because the bank system is uh, it is a protected system which means that they'll, they'll never grow your money beyond inflation rates okay right? so you want to make sure that you're earning um, or you're you're be able to compound your interest right. more than inflation right, right. Uh, because otherwise you're just losing money uh, so you can look at things like uh, muni bond funds are awesome. Um, what's great about them is they are tax-free from a federal perspective, nice. so you don't pay any federal taxes. Um, you could earn somewhere between maybe you know two to five percent. It just depends on how the muni fund, um, muni bond fund, is actually managed. Right. Um, those are opportunities to put money away if you wanted to take it out maybe in three to five years for that down payment on a house. Um, there are other opportunities though, like a, just a general individual investment account um, that's in a mutual fund. Uh, the, you know, I guess the downside to that is you will pay taxes on the gains, but you could right. average um, a rate of return of you know, uh, potentially five, seven, nine percent. Um, Especially in this crazy market, so. 
Absolutely. If you look at the historical averages of the market today um, over the last 30 to 40 years, uh, a, a, a decent, solid mutual fund has earned about a 9% rate of return. What about an index fund or an ETF? Yeah, so the ETFs are work just like mutual funds. They just have, uh, they, they really just don't have any management fees because they, they uh, function a little differently from mm -hmm. like a management perspective, uh, but they definitely grow money like a mutual fund. Um, the index funds, uh, again, it just depends on which index they're connected to. Mm. Um, but if you look at, you know, every year is a little different. This last year, the S&P index averaged about 41%. So the fact that you know people are not taking advantage of this, or they're just allowing fear uh, to really drive their decision making, is just it's just bad business. I know some people who have taken it out and they're just holding the cash. They just were like, uh, we don't, you know, we're not sure how things are going, so they're just holding on to the cash, and they haven't taken advantage of any of those gains. So. Right, and it's, it's unfortunate, but I think if people just educate themselves, I mean, that's our focus, my focus in planning with, uh, with clients is just to educate. If we can educate people on how this works, they can actually be empowered to make good decisions. Um, and there's plenty of data that shows that people who choose not to invest in anything at all versus people that do invest in at least something are better off. Um, so that, that's the great piece of it. So what would you recommend for somebody who's either short-term thinking like in mm, the next two years versus somebody who's thinking maybe in five years? I mean, somebody who's maybe young, who's like, I don't really want to buy a house now. You know, let's say in five years. So they're like, oh, in five years, I mean, would be doing the mutual funds or maybe doing a Roth. I mean, because they could put the money in the Roth or do you recommend them not ever touching that money and just letting it be? So on the Roth, I specifically would say leave that money be because it is growing at a tax-free um, type benefit. You, you don't want to be touching money if it's growing tax-free. But if you're looking at like a five-year span and you want to throw some money into uh, uh, an area where you can grow it, the, the muni bond funds and the individual investment accounts are the best place to do that okay. uh, because it can, it can yield you much better than just stuffing it under your mattress or in a cookie jar <laughs> or essentially at the bank, right? And I do know some investors who are like looking in the next year, where would be a good place for them to stick money right now? Crypto? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> it's well, a little volatile. It's, it's all personal choice. Um, really, uh, there is no, um, if someone wants to put money away for a year and just see what they can grow with it, mm -hmm. it's really a, a, a person who's okay with risk and they probably would want to connect with someone that's gonna help them with um, some very you know, risky but potential stocks. Um, that's not an area that I cover specifically, okay. um, but, uh, but there are some entities out there that can teach that kind of thing. There is really, you know, you're all, it's all a crapshoot when, when you're looking at that year, right? It's right. like buying that awesome stock that's gonna perform in 12 months, but um, you know, it could potentially happen, it's just not guaranteed. Well, that's good to know. Um, this is some great information about compound interest. How can people get in touch with you, Brenda? Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, really just a phone call or a text through uh, um, my cell phone, 918-724-3827. That's really the best way to reach me. Again, 918-724-3827. Brenda Alfaro, Licensed Financial Representative. Thank you. You're listening to the Tulsa VIP Home Show on Success 105.7.